Welcome to the Law of Investment Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Graham. Tonight, we have a very special guest who I want to do the honors of introducing themselves. Hi, guys. It's Dunya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's uh, a long time coming. I'm so um, excited to have you on uh, as a guest on the podcast. You know, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm so excited, too. I'm glad we connected. It's a cool, cool little crossover we got going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we actually uh, uh, befriended one another right when the, the, the pandemic happened. <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, so um, and it was, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of crazy because, um, like, we both, we you know, we kind of work for ourselves and we do different things and stuff like that. So um, being able to talk to each other and, how did I find you? Oh, you were probably just on my TO. You probably just had like a viral, a cool viral tweet. And I, I think like, so. I, you know what? I gave out um a thousand dollars like the day the pandemic started. Oh. And, and yeah, yeah, and that was the response that you gave me. <laughs> so I reached oh, out to you. Was like, that, hey. like good looks? I like give you props. Yeah, yeah, you gave me you gave me some props and stuff like that, and I was just like, I was appreciative of that. Um, I followed you back. And then I seen, you know, then I seen, you know, like, as you were talented. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, so before we get into that, um, could we just get in a little bit of your background? Like, where are you from? Um, I'm from Morocco and New York. Um, so basically, I was born in the States, but immediately shipped off uh, to Morocco as a newborn. And then I was raised there until I was like six. Um, and then I came back to Queens for like basically my whole, you know, uh, upbringing and um, informative years. And um, yeah, so I'm like New Yorker and Casablanca. Cute little combo. So how was that? So I mean, so you, I mean, I don't want to say bounce back and forth, but you know, you were in the States and you went to Morocco, then you came back. What was the transition like? Uh, I, gosh, I mean, I just remember being so like amazed at America, you know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously I'm so appreciative of my years in Morocco. I feel like, I feel like they really uh, gave me a, a really interesting perspective and it made me a lot more grateful to be around such diversity when I came to the States. Like I remember just seeing all the different ethnicities and like, especially going from like Casablanca to Queens, you know, which is New York is one of the most diverse places in the freaking world. Um, so yeah, I was just like, I feel like it really put that spark in my heart where I was like, you know, just super, uh, super excited about life and, and creative and whatnot. And um, I also just things being generally less like conservative, or, you know, yeah. I, I grew up Muslim and whatnot. So I came here and I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> <It's wild. laughs> so was there like any kind of... um. I mean, like, any kind of language barrier that you kind of had to go through? Yeah, I didn't speak any English. Isn't that crazy? Wow. I didn't speak any English. So, I, my, like, I only spoke French and Arabic. I was, like, a fluent, cutie little French speaker. That's so adorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just so wild. Oh, hold on. Let me just... But yeah, I didn't speak any English, and I feel like that made me a lot more passionate about learning it. You feel me? Um, 
so as soon as I came to the States, I was like such a book nerd. I was like, I was not fucking with anybody. I was just like, I'm just trying to like read all these books. And um, I just got super excited about English. I don't feel like I would be as like passionate about English literature and writing and whatnot um, if I didn't like, you know, if I didn't not know English and kind of had to learn it myself. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. So English wasn't even your first language. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's, that's dope. So you, so you have a love for English literature, though? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, kind, it's what taught me how to express myself, you know? It's mm-hmm. kind of a weird position to be in when you're a kid and you're, like, super vibrant. I'm, like, an Aries. I'm, like, super fire energy, you feel me? And, like, not being able to express myself was just like really weird to me so then I became super passionate about it and just like whether it was books or movies or like tv shows you know I was just like I was super into words I would like write down like cute words and stuff like that I mean I still do that I still feel like <laughs> interesting words and stuff um but yeah I just taught myself and of course you know just getting ingrained in the culture and having friends and you know, then it just started, you know, fluent shorty. <laughs> 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 All right. So, so how was it? I mean, cause I know you said initially you were just focusing on, you know, your, you know, your books and, you know, learning English and stuff like that. Now, what about, you know, making friends? Like where, like, when did you start making friends and like you said, you know, getting, um, adapting to your, um, your home pretty much? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's like, it's so funny. I look back at my childhood and stuff and like, I never really, I was never the most social person. You know, I was always a little bit, I was social, but I was always like a little bit awkward, you know? And now I recognize that awkwardness as just being like different. You know, I was just unique for sure. But at the time I was like, wow, I'm like a weirdo because I'm not really, you know, I'm not really getting along with people around me, with like kids around me and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, so to be honest, I can't even tell you that I found like my, you know how you have like your soul tribe, the people that you really, you know, resonate deeply with and they make you feel like seen and understood. I really don't feel like I had that until my adulthood. I think my whole childhood, I was just like, I'm mad confused. I was like, I'm not confused. Am I like weird? Um, but then I realized it's just like, you know, it's like I just didn't relate. I just didn't relate to a lot of my peers. Um, and I had to just, you know, take some time alone to come into my own shine and, and uniqueness. But it all contributed to who I am today, whether it was like my middle school or like high school experiences and stuff like that. And um now I'm a lot more likely to embrace myself and like be my authentic self so that I could actually attract people that are for me rather than being like, oh, I'm a freaking weirdo. I'm going to just like, <laughs> Now, I would actually want to piggyback off that because I think that's pretty um important, like, because now you're in the entertainment business, yeah. you know? So how do you decipher, you know, and obviously you say you pick up on energy when it comes to befriending people and, you know, such a cutthroat business? Mm. Mm, so you're asking how I navigate like friendship. Yeah, yeah, like how you navigate friendship or you know, have you been able to get a group of friends or a few close friends that you know you really trust um being that you're you know you are very successful and in um such a big business. <laughs> Thanks. Um yeah, well you know what? It's like 
damn, it has really been a learning process. It's really been a super learning process. Um, when I was first in the industry, to be honest, it was my first kind of like big picture look at the world. You know, that was when I started like traveling, meeting all types of people. So really I started exploring um, myself in a way that I never had before. Cause you know, I was kind of limited to the amount of people I met. But when you start traveling, you meet all these colorful personalities you're like oh i'm just kind of cut out for bigger shit <laughs> you yes. know oh i was just cut out for like you know bigger environments um so yeah i mean at first i was just like you know i was stumbling a little bit i was stumbling a little bit because you enter a big industry and um i was just new i was like okay this is this is cool i'm gonna just like i'm gonna just be myself um for a sec i got a little bit caught up in like the party you know what i'm saying that party energy whatever and honestly it's like i had to take a i take a little bit of a step back and just like realign my uh realign my authenticity with my presentation type shit you know um because when you're just in a big room with with mad i don't know popping people you're just like um all right you know, it's like an interesting thing to navigate, how to be yourself in every situation. Yes. Um, and I think it just, it made me a lot uh, stronger as a spirit, because now I could be in a room with goddamn anybody, you know, and like my authenticity is still going to shine through. Whereas maybe in the beginning, I was a little bit nervous. I was like, I don't know how to act. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that you said that, because that's um, one thing that I kind of like talk about on on my Twitter account, you know, because I have, you know, such a nice little following is, you know, like my success and being able to feel confident in a room full of people who may be more successful to me um, or even people who may be less successful to me. Like it doesn't change who I am. Doesn't change the kind of person I am. It doesn't change how I feel about myself. So seeing you, you know, go from oh shit, I'm in the room with all these celebrities. So you know what, uh, you know, I fit here, and this is who I am. Um, and just even me, like I come from a very small city in New York, you know, upstate New York. And I knew I wanted bigger. I knew I wanted better. So I outgrew the friends I had back at home, and I moved to Philadelphia a few years ago. Became very successful. And now I'm seeing myself kind of aligned with people who, <laughs> who kind of like have the same big aspirations and goals and want more like myself, which make me feel like, all right, this is exactly what where I'm supposed to be. So um, I definitely resonate with that. Exactly. You just, you took time to really step into your frequency. And once you do that, you just attract, you know, that same frequency and then y'all both thrive. Um, but yeah, I love to hear it. That sounds fire. Um, but yeah, it's all about, for me, it's all about authenticity. You know, I've, I've never been able to, I've never faked connections. I've always been super myself. And at the end of the day, I'm like, if we vibe, then that means we're really like vibing. You feel me? And if we don't vibe, then th that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm not interested in like, I just be interested in authentic connections only. And I feel like it's the most prosperous kind of a, uh, way to navigate it and have truly fruitful connections that'll actually you know have longevity yeah I, I definitely feel that when we uh like all the times we've spoken to each other you know and you be kind of putting me on the stuff you know about even learning about that kind of stuff so I've always I always appreciate that um so you are from Queens which is I mean 
that area, you know, that that borough alone has some of the most legendary people in um, the entertainment business. And you are now uh, another one of those students from that area. Um, so, you know, just to, so before you was into music, well, were you always into music? Literally, I've been writing music since I was like seven years old. Like, I've been writing music since as far back as I could even, like, remember as a, like, child baby. I remember writing songs about, like, going to the park and, like, playing with my friends. You feel me? Um, so, yeah, I guess it's always just been in my freaking blood. Um, but, yeah, of course I, like, developed a little bit as I got, you know, as I got older, I got more serious um, about it. But it's always, yeah, it's always just been, like, the, the language of my heart. <laughs> Um, and and I'm, I'm sure when you are creating music, like, like that's all it is. It's not, I mean, I know you could probably get writer's block, you know, here and there, but I know that it's probably coming from your heart because, you know, you probably was writing music as you were learning English. Like, was that like your outlet? Yeah. I mean, at this point, the thing is, it's really hard for me to get, I really don't remember the last time I felt like blocked because you know why? Because I feel like all these years, what it is, it's just like facilitating that like bridge between your soul and your art, you know? It's like the more comfortable you get with expressing yourself, I feel like the more, the more easily shit flows. Because yeah. um, we all have, like, a universe inside of us, you know? A universe of creativity. It's just extremely endless and abundant. We're all connected to, like, divinity and, you know, infinity. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm just, like... I think that's why I'm so confident in my art. I feel like the more confident you get with your expression, the easier stuff flows, for sure. Um, and also, it's literally just, yeah, it's just my soul's language, you know? I feel like we all have, we all have those, like, intuitive thoughts and those heart thoughts, and it's just about, like, giving them the space to breathe. It's like, as soon as you start giving them the space to breathe and giving them permission to thrive, then they just, you know, they come and they stack up. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so now, before you, before we get to the, the, the music um, part, you know, you were actually, like, a model first. Yes, of course. So did, was that something that you wanted to do or that's something that kind of, um, you kind of fell into? It was show by accident. <laughs> it was show by accident. Um, it was really by accident. I think, what even happened? Oh, I was in high school. By the way, I like dropped out high key of high school. <laughs> so I was like 17 or something. And um, I got a job. I got a retail job at American Apparel. That was before I, I like left high school. Um, got a job at American Apparel. And at the time, American Apparel was just, like, really, like, trendy, you know, like, trendy retail spot. And um, I just met, like, a bunch of my friends there. And they were all, like, super into, like, fashion. And it's, like, it was just a very, like, uh, Instagram-type world, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Now what, so year, now, what year was this? This was in, like, goddamn, maybe, like, 2016? 2016, okay. I would say, yeah, because 2017 is when I commercially released, or like professionally released uh, my first music. Okay. So I would say 2016 is when, yeah, I like, I met my friends, and then I was just friends with this, um, with this model, she was super chill, her name is Diana, shout out Diana, and she was like, she was like, oh my gosh, um, 
I'm doing this like Sephora ID magazine shoot tomorrow. Do you want to do it with me? Like, um, they're trying to cast you or something. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. Um, and then ever since that, just mad stuff started happening after that, you know? Um, so I just get, started modeling, I guess. And I think it's because also I was like building up my Instagram and stuff like that, you know? So it all kind of like interlined. And also I was speaking out too about just like, uh, beauty image and mm. you know bo body positivity and stuff so it, I don't even think it was like it wasn't just like you know modeling modeling it was more just you know the dialogue and, and the movements I feel like it was a movement definitely being cultivated at the time um yeah because a lot of things were not as mainstream as they are now I remember at the time me posting Instagram pictures being like a little thick you know um was like was like revolutionary you know for a lot of people they were like wait so you just like yourself <laughs> oh yeah no, that's funny yeah and that's 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 so cool uh, because that's something I, you know i've seen about you know um you know your body body positivity and things like that um now like what made you just say hey you know what fuck this you know fuck these standards fuck this like I am beautiful. I am this. And like, what made you just, you know, I'm going to have that dialogue as opposed to just posting and going about it. Because, you know, it's different. Some people, you know, you can just post and be happy, but you posted and also was happy along with, listen, this is beautiful. This is nice. You know, this is the conversation that needs to be had. Like, what made you want to do that? Um, that's an interesting point, you know, like, damn, it was honestly so effortless. Um, it was honestly so effortless. I was just posting cute pictures and then I would get comments that are like, wow, you really helped me in my body image. And I'm like, at first, it, you know, that wasn't even like the, my intent. That wasn't really clicking that I would be like, you know, sig significant um, for somebody who looked like me or just looked unconventional. But then once I realized it did, it really dawned on me that it was definitely a thing that had to be brought to light, not just because of the of the lev level of body body image, but also because your body image be affecting so many things, you know, on the bottom of it. Like a lot of people feel very stifled by their body image to the point where they can't really express themselves in all their other beautiful layers, you know, that high key matter more than how they look like, you know? Um, so yeah, it was it was never like, oh, I'm I'm like mad, cute, whatever. It was kind of deeper than that. It was like mm. it was like, yeah, I look like this, I'm beautiful regardless. You feel me? Like I'm beautiful if I look like this, I'm beautiful if I look like this. Um and like how you feel is more important. Is more important, you know? Mm. Um but yeah, I mean it ended up it ended up being a blessing and um it just it opened my heart up to a lot of conversations. Um and I'm just, I'm glad I inspired girls. I inspired girls back then. And I inspire girls now, you know, even if I, regardless of, of my figure or like how thick or slim thick I am or whatever. Um, I think, you know, shorties just like to see somebody who's just unapologetic in, in themselves and uh, and reminds them that this is just our, our vessel. This is just our physical vessel, you know, and we have so many other layers that we really, you know, wanna sh want to let shine through. And we let that shine through by giving ourselves a lot of self-love, you know? And I mean, I think, I think that is, um, your, I want to say this correctly, you being able to just post as yourself 
and it became that is a testament to who you are as a person, you know, um, because you actually didn't seek out for this, you know, didn't seek. It was just, oh, I really just love myself and I think we're cool. It's kind of like I grew my following by just talking about my business and stuff like that. Like I had no idea that I was putting people on game or helping people. I was just being myself, just talking regular. I was just excited about a business I started. I was just excited. And a lot of people caught on and it's like daily people always tell me how much I inspire them and how much I've helped them or how much, you know, they've been able to create the business for their, you know, the younger brother, younger sister, their husband. Um, I have people purchasing things from me that they buy um, as a gift to their significant other. Like I want to invest in their dreams. So um, I, I know exactly what you mean. Cause to me, I still get used to all of the DMs that I get. And I'm like me, like y'all, y'all think I'm cool. <laughs> Um, that's so dope. Yeah, yeah. just because, I mean, that's so dope. You chose to express yourself. Huh? You chose to put yourself out there and, and give, you know, in your own way, in your own authentic way. And that's so awesome that you're able to connect with people. And you definitely do inspire many. So that's so, that's so dope. That's such a blessing. Yeah, so now you, you started, you know, you're growing in the, because, you're doing modeling, you know, but you say it's, it's more, it's a lot of Instagram and you're doing the following and stuff like that. Um, now, when did you f like get your first look as far as music? Uh, honestly, music was literally a dream come true. It's literally a dream come true that I'm building music career, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. It was something that I did not even, I don't know why, but it wasn't in my realm of possibility. Like it wasn't, it didn't, like feel like a no not feel it didn't even come into my mind as a feasible career option until it did and then literally everything clicked you know i literally remember the exact moment this is why i believe in like you know obviously manifestation all the good stuff i remember the exact moment where i sat there i came back from a shoot and i was kind of like over it to be honest and I was like, damn, I kind of want to do something that's more fulfilling. Mind you, I've always loved music. At this point, I was already posting songs on SoundCloud and stuff. And I was like, wow, music. <laughs> Duh, you love to do it. You have real potential to, like, <laughs> actually do it, you know? Um, so as soon as I made that decision, I already felt like I made it, you know? And I knew just everything would, like, fall into place. Um, but, yeah, the first thing that I got music look wise well i i basically used like a forever 21 campaign check and that was my first time i entered a studio and i recorded my first uh album at this point i'm gonna call them albums because the world like you know what i'm saying it's in shambles i used to call them mixtapes but now i'm like damn they're mad good they're pristine <laughs> works of art you know so maybe like bodies um but my first body of work yeah like um, i just went to the studio i was like i'm gonna just do it and um, literally just one thing happened after another, you know, I, I started getting industry connects. I just tweeted something about needing managers and I uh, started getting industry connects. I went to LA, started meeting people. And, um, and yeah, the first song I ever released kind of went off, to be honest. It was called East Coast Hiding. And to this day, uh, only on Spotify, it has like, you know, 5.5 million streams. Um, so that was my first ever song, you know? And then I just stayed consistent with that. So 
Yeah, I mean, I literally, like, I literally, like, cried when I was verified on Genius Lyrics, so all the little live <laughs> songs, like, were just amazing for me, but I guess that was my first look, which, you know, my first song, which is such a blessing, that's definitely a blessing from God, you know, because it, it sent me off on a cute little, cute little path, like, God bless, for real. So you said when you, when you got verified on Genius Lyrics, you cried. That was the realization that you like were like even though you you know you you probably aren't well wasn't where you knew your career would be as far as how big you would be, but you knew like I kind of like wow like I'm really here. Yeah. Like, I'm really a, an artist. <laughs> yeah, it was just like so mind-boggling to me to see my to see the verification on the Genius lyric, you know, on like a music platform. At the time, it just felt absolutely insane because, you know, it was such a dream. And then you just start seeing your dream unfold, you know, like in front of your very eyes. Um, but yeah, literally never forget that day. I cried. I didn't like never cry. Like it's not really who I am, you know, but I teared up. I was like, God damn. I was like, oh, we in this bitch. Like, <laughs> Yo, that's that's so crazy. So, so um, now at this point in time, when you you know when you had that single out that was doing well, now were you signed at that time, or did you you know you continued to make some music before you got signed? Um, yeah, I signed a distribution deal. Um, mm. so basically, it's like project by project basis, and it's with this independent label distributor named Empire, um, and they're actually the dopest. They're like so I was gonna yeah. say, man, like that's 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 a really, really um good label. Like that they have some really, you know, big people over there. Yeah, no, they're so dope. Like I'm really grateful I got to work with them, you know. Um but yeah, they they were like so, you know, just so open, just let me do my thing creatively. Um and we're just the dopest people, honestly. And I think they were a great introduction for me for the industry. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I just, I learned a lot about just navigating the industry and all, all that good stuff. Because if you think about it, I'm only, you know, like two and a half years into my career or something like that, a couple years in. So, um, yeah, I think that's low-key a little bit insane. And I think it, it, um, it's because I was so blessed to fall into, you know beautiful hands after beautiful hands i think i i've always attracted even if we ended up not aligning i think i always attracted really uh, uh beautiful connections and, and relationships and music for sure yeah, so are you still currently um um have a distribution deal with empire um not currently just because i'm like i'm just releasing songs and stuff but maybe for my next project you know um, but yeah, cause usually for a project, I like to like travel and like work with different producers and stuff like that. So, um, when life aligns for that to happen, you know, <laughs> things to like be chiller, then perhaps, but yeah, I've just been independent, independent. I've just been releasing stuff on like, I just go and release it on like DistroKid or whatever. Um, and yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool and interesting cause you know, now I'm building my super independent catalog, which is very dope cause really music is like assets, you know, it's like a house or mm -hmm. something. So it keeps building up. So it's really dope to just have my own super independent, you know, thing that I could just log into. And, you know, it's very, very hands-on. <laughs> so, so um, we talked in, you know, we talked 
And, you know, you mentioned that you are producing, you know, some of your own music. Yeah. Um, now, how long ago did you start doing that? Not that long ago. I think just this year I started producing. Honestly, this quarantine was a blessing for, for some ways, you know, because um, first of all, I got way better at engineering this quarantine, which was my goal, you know, because you could just record stuff on your own. Mm -hmm. and um it really brought me out of my comfort zone because I was thinking I'm like all right so I either release stuff that I engineered or what I'm not gonna release stuff until the studio opens or I can go to the studio you know what I'm saying um so if I didn't take that initiative with just learning how to engineer then like I wouldn't have released so many songs that I released that like you know um people love and did great you know so um I'm just really grateful for that, to be honest. And with producing, it's like, I'm not a super producer at all. Maybe I'll consider myself more of like, well, you know, art is art, you know, art is art. So if I fuck with something, I fuck with something. Um, But yeah, it's just because I work with such talented producers. Like, you know, I worked with amazingly talented, insane producers. Um, I actually have like a Skrillex collab coming out. This is like a... <laughs> breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> um, but yeah, since I've worked with such amazing producers, I low key, maybe I'm like a beat maker. <laughs> you know oh, okay. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, there is kind of a difference. There's like know. levels, there's levels. <laughs> um, but I still make beats that are hard as fuck, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I've seen the passion in some producers, and I'm like, wow, Chef's Kiss, I have mad respect for engineers too. Um, I would consider myself a writer above all, but the fact that I could make a beat to like match my vibe and stuff is so dope. And the next song I'm releasing, I like love it, and I made the beat, and I think it goes super, super hard. So, so yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, producing is its own world, and so is engineering. I'm I'm a little bit more passionate about engineering, to be honest, um, than producing, just because like. I was always just, I always was just like fiending to be able to get my ideas and have it sound good. So like, you know, being able to like get better on that is like dope just because I always have mad fire beats that people be sending me, you know? So when I make a beat these days, it's like low key a little bit special. I just, cause I just get like a very unique feeling, you know, I'm like, I must make this beat now. Um, But yeah, engineering was definitely my goal and definitely expanding on my producing. Um, But there's just so many good producers that be, you know, that be wanting to collab. And one of my favorite things ever is like going on my email and like finding and like somebody sends me a fire beat and then I record over it and then I send it. (laughs) And then, you know, it's just like such a cute process. I'm like, you just sent this beat and now it's a freaking song. That's so dope. Um, But yeah, I respect I respect those shorties. So who's been your favorite producer to work with so far? Well, let's give me three. Give me three of your favorites. I know it's probably, that's probably difficult. You probably work with a good amount, but just three that you really, whether um, you just had a really great connection with, with some of the things you guys have been able to create. To be honest, I mean, okay, I'm just going to cancel out Skrillex because, you know, he's a little legend. He's a legend, so... You know, that's really dope, but I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm going to cancel him out because you know what I'm saying? He's not going to be part of the thing. Um, but I think my first favorite is just somebody who I've worked with basically for my entire career ever since my second project. 
and we just have like such a dope chemistry and we're just like low-key best friends like he's a producer that I could be in the studio with and I could just like hang out all night and I could like smoke weed and we could you know what I'm saying like that's how chill it is um and his name is Curtis and he's with a group called Breakfast in Vegas and they do a lot of Latin stuff they do a lot of Latin um music and you know like reggaeton and stuff like that so um I made some of my most interesting stuff with it so we made like such hits like we made a song called how i see it um if you want to ice cube these are like very pop you know edm dancey songs so that was one of my first experiences where i worked with producers that like really added mad sauce you know what i'm saying it's like really added substantial sauce like um like really pushed me out of my comfort zone and like made things just sound like so crazy to me like it really touched my freaking soul and heart like <laughs> so deep um so yeah curtis literally love him so much um we still work together to this day and i'm really excited to go to west coast and work with him he's dope um he has a bunch of you know dope placements under his belt then i have diego Ave. he's really dope he's um grammy winning like you know also did super cool stuff for like everybody um and he's just my friend we just be vibing and we always end up making like sad ass songs for some reason we always end up making like gloomy ass songs i don't know some different producers give different vibes and with diego i guess we're always in like from at least what um I remember from a few times, we're always in the studio, like, late night, we're always mad chill, he gives a very mellow vibe, you know, Curtis in Breakfast in Vegas is more lit, he's, like, more high energy, so we be getting, like, making dance records, and then Diego is just, like, a super chill personality, so I be getting in my freaking bag, my emotions, you know, um, yeah, we have such dope songs, so Curtis, Diego Ave, who else? Oof, Jeff Kleinman, so dope. He was just on like the freaking Lions King soundtrack. Had like oh, a, that's a great placement. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so dope, and um, he's literally he's so good at like vocal producing, which is one of my favorite things that producers do when they're good at like incorporating the vocals. That's why to be H, I only work with producers in real life that engineer too because i feel like when they have that synergy you know what i'm saying the engineering when the engineering and producing comes together and like you know they flow um it's just it's so beautiful for the art it always ends up making a crazy product so yeah with jeff climate i made this song called up for air and it's like one of my favorite songs it like plays in urban outfitters all the time which i'm really grateful for um <laughs> And it's the most feel good, like pop, so cute. I wrote it on his balcony, his like California Pasadena balcony. And it just, it's, it sounds like that. It sounds exactly like that. Um, but yeah, he's so funny. He's like so serious and sarcastic. You know, those people that are like, don't try to be funny, but they just really are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are like the, um, like one of my favorite uh, actors, you know, who's funny is like Vince Vaughn. Like I've never seen him laugh or smile before. But he's so hilarious. He's like stone face funny. Like it's like the funniest kind of funny. Tell <laughs> me not. It's the funniest kind of funny. He doesn't even notice he's being funny, and I just be like dying because I'm like, yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> um. So yeah, those are just those are uh, three that come to mind. But like, goddamn, I already know I missed um a mess. Though I have mad beautiful talented producers. I've never worked with a producer I don't like, to be honest. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. And again, a testament to the energy that you bring. Yeah. 
Exactly. Now, what about artists? What are some of your favorite artists that you've worked with? Favorite artists I've worked with? Um, I really liked working with Marion Hill. They're really dope. They're like a pop duo. Um, and it's so crazy because I remember listening to their song back in the day before I even did music. I just, I have a very distinct memory of, I never even told them this, which is funny, but I have a very distinct memory of like, of like walking near my apartment in like Corona at the time. And like, and like the song came on my Spotify radio and it's like, are you down? And I was like, yo, this song goes crazy. And then they hit me up like, like maybe a year ago or something like that. And they were like, do you want to, like link up and we had like a rainy new york session and then they put me on their next single and it was like the dopest thing ever yeah, um fire. definitely love marion hill um definitely gonna text them after this <laughs> make sure they're cooling um my kaylani collab is like you know just one of the most amazing things to me in life um that's dope. i watched that video that was a dope that was that was two dope women that was that was Oh, uh, rich. Uh, I'm sorry. What is rich girls? Rich girl mood. Rich girl mood. <laughs> um. So yeah, definitely one of my favorite people in general. Um. Yeah, we just linked up one day. She was in New York. I wasn't even. I don't think either of us were planning on her having a verse. I think we were just trying to hang out and like you know see the vibes. Um. But then we had a cute little time. She fucked with the song and she went and she wrote the hardest verse. To this day, I think I still think it's my the best Kaylani verse on the planet. I mean, whatever. I'll be a little, you know, biased, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's the hardest thing ever. I think she really, like, bodied that. She snapped. Um, but yeah, she, like, sat there for, like, 30 minutes. I think it was, like, 3 a.m. or something. We were finished, or 4 a.m. And um, wrote the hardest verse ever. And it was, like, I'm pretty sure to this day, it's my only other artist feature on a project. Um, just because I'm very selective with my features on my projects, you know. That's I was gonna ask you that because I I seen that you didn't you know you don't have a lot of features, so I was you know wondering like when you that's why I was wondering about some of your favorite collabs because like how did those come about you know mm -hmm. be, being that you're so you know you you know I know you write a lot of your music, um so yeah I was just curious about that. Yeah, I mean I just I allow everything to be organic. I allow everything to be organic. I don't, I don't think I would make a song with somebody that I didn't actually fuck with <laughs> on a personal level, you know? Um, but yeah, and it's like, I have, I have like other connections that yeah. in the future, I would like to pursue a collaboration when it just like feels nice and organic. Um, but, but yeah, it's like with Kehlani, we were just home dogs, you feel me? We were home dogs, so it was all chill. And um, with all my collabs, I just did this um, Almond Milk Honey collab. She's also my friend. I mean, we became friends after the collab because she just hit me up and, and was um, like a fan of mine. And then I liked the song a lot and stuff like that. And I, I fucked with it. I was like, yeah, let me hop on this. And and now we're like, you know, now we're friends because we just had that like instant chemistry. Um, so yes, that's really always how it happens. I feel like when you make a song with somebody, it's low key making a whole child, you know, <laughs> like you have it forever, you know. It's a baby. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite collabs artistically was this collab I did with this guy called Super B W E. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I hope they didn't like slaughter that. Um, but the song is just mad good. You should listen to it after this. It's called Entropy. It's just really chill. So you gotta send me a link to it. Mm -hmm. I got you.
You'll like it. It's like a really freaking vibe. <laughs> but so. yeah, it's gonna come organic, you know. And yeah, in the future, I just know I'm gonna make fire art with um with dope people. It was always gonna be like a real collaboration. I'm I'm never just gonna be on something like yeah, smack this person on there, no matter what the fuck they do, you know. <laughs> yeah. So my my next question is um. Well, actually, I, I want to stay with the music. Um. So. You have how many projects? Four projects released, correct? Yeah. Oh, three, three, three. Three, three projects released. Um, and I'm sure that you feel, you know, each one of your projects, you got better, better, you know, maybe became a stronger writer, maybe became a stronger um, singer. Like, is that how you feel when it came to, um, you know, after releasing the projects? Oh, like after I released them, did I look at them and be like, oh, I've evolved a lot? Yeah, yeah, you know, as time is going on and, you know, you make, you continue to make more songs or you continue to um, release more projects, do you just feel like, you know what, um, I've seen the progress, I've seen how much better I've gotten? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it's dope for me because whenever I make a song, I think it's the hardest shit ever. You know, when I made my first mix, my first project, my first uh, body of work, I was like, I was like, this shit goes crazy. <laughs> like, this is like the best thing ever. Um, and then at the point where I was like on my second project, I would listen to some songs in my first. I'm like, mm, you know, some mid. It's like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's beautiful. I think that's so beautiful that I could look back and like uh, recognize evolution within myself. I think the biggest evolution is just like in my soul, you know, and like my, my mindset and like mentality. Because think about it, I'm just living life, really. I'm just learning mad lessons. <laughs> I'm just evolving, you know, so it's it's translating to my music because I just all of it is very authentic. So you could tell exactly where I'm at with every project. My first project was you could tell it was very like fresh. You could tell it's very bright eyed, you know, it was like it was called intro two. I was like just my introduction to music type shit. Um yeah, so you could feel that. You could feel the, the the bubbliness, you know, the cuteness, a little bit of like naive naivety, naive naivety. Naive, naive, naive. Um, so you could feel that. It was very cute. I was like nineteen, you know. And then avant-garde, you could definitely feel that I was partying. That was like my party phase. Um, and you could tell that I was like flexed up. I was like, you know, like that was the mood that I was in. And then the scandal, which is my third project, um, you could tell I was a lot more spiritually reflective. You know what I'm saying? I was getting a little bit more grown. And now with my new music, yeah, I just keep evolving. And, you know, my new music, I mean, like, these past two songs that I've done that I just recorded, I just realized that I've never gotten this, like, risque, for example, you know? So it's just like, that's, it's it's so, it's not even conscious. I'm just, like, living my life and being authentic. But it's cool to be like, okay, this is a little grown. <laughs> never seen, never heard that before. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's dope. I think as long as you're real, that's why, that's why I'm going to have infinite infinite creativity because it's like you know you're constantly evolving as a soul as long as you're real that shit you know you're good to go it's it's, it's endless uh endless endless art because you're just doing you oh listen I, I love it i love it so um you know you are a singer um model um how has your success impacted your family um well, I have a pretty small, immediate family. 
I only have my mom and my little brother in my immediate family. The rest of them are in Morocco and stuff like that. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, in the beginning, I'm sure they were a little bit like, what the freak? <laughs> like, Dunya, are you, what is this rich girl mood video? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they've been more accepting than I thought. Nobody, nobody really like, was like uh, insulting me or anything like that. I was honestly expecting, you know, criticism and stuff like that. But no, I think they were they were pretty cool. I've only heard like you know good things, so I'm sure they were a little bit you know confused on some stuff just because they're like Muslim and more traditional. Um, but yeah, they're just doing them, and I'm just doing me. Really, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, like I I ask because you know um, I know a lot of people when they experience success. Um, you know, whether it's notoriety or, you know, financial success that sometimes it could become a burden on them, you know, being, you know, having to take care of friends and family members and stuff like that. And I know that sometimes it can kind of, it can throw people off their game. Um, so I've been blessed to not have that. Um, my success has kind of, like, my success hasn't really been hindered by any family or friends. Um, actually, everyone wants to see me do so well that they're like, hey, let him just operate in this space. And that's allowed me to be able to freely do what I want to do, freely um, make the money I want to make, and then be able to give back to them and, you know, help them out and give back to my community. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's good that you, you know, having- That's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really, it's a blessing. Let yeah, I mean, you have to set your boundaries, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is for anything in life, whether it be any type of energy, whether it be money or just your actual energy, you know? Um, so, yeah, you have to set boundaries because it's like you can't give from an empty cup. So you have to take care of you so that you can give from a place of abundance and, like, open-hearted kind of generosity. Um, so, yeah, that's something I apply to, like, everything that I do because, yeah, I'm definitely um, – just like a giver in, in every way, you know? So uh, I try to try to allocate that just because it really, uh, it fulfills my spirit to be able to give back, whether it be just like spiritually, emotionally, whatever, financially. Um, but yes, yeah, it's all about setting boundaries. Nobody feels like they could just hit my line and like be entitled to anything, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, they know that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a kind person, but at this point I'm like a refined kind. <laughs> yeah. Refined kind. Um, cause I have a bigger purpose in the world and, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of, a lot of, uh, people need to recognize that and creatives or whatever, entrepreneurs, whatever is like, yeah, give from a, give from a fulfilled place. Nobody's entitled to your energy. Nobody's entitled to anything. Just do you. And so that you can spread light in the most uh, radiant and, and, um, authentic way. Uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, you said it better than I could have. <laughs> So, um, you know, so you have a very large following, you know, over 200,000 followers on Instagram and I'm guessing I believe well, over 50,000 on Twitter. So how, you know, do you, well, I know you're not problematic at all, but, you know, do you ever find yourself having to be conscious of the things that you say, um, especially with, you know, the, um, you know, the state of, you know, our, you know, our nation and the world, right now um i think the best thing i could ever be is just as real as possible as authentic as possible um because i think that just inspires other people to be authentic 
and also my generosity has been a priority for me you know just like giving back in the ways that i think are are beneficial so really i feel like if you know your heart is in the right place and um yeah if you feel like your heart's in the right place and especially purpose is something that revolves around wanting to uplift your community or uplift the planet you know you can't really be too focused on how you come across because if we're on, if you're being authentic it's going to be difficult for you to sound perfect all the time that's what robots are for people you know like that's what robots are for so um yeah i'm definitely not concerned with just sounding like a perfect human being all the time i still have all my tweets up from ever since i joined the internet <laughs> you know because i've grown up in front of the public eye i have people that follow me since that since like 2015 you know and they saw me as a youngin and my perspective evolves my um yeah my perspective evolves the way i move evolves uh just everything, just everything about me. So I think just being as transparent as possible is definitely extremely inspiring uh, to the collective because they could be like, oh, look, I can heal, I can evolve, I can change, I can uh, change my mind, I can, um, I can learn when I'm presented with new information and like, you know what I'm saying? And, and not just be like stubborn and whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's honestly one of the most important things to practice in this time. Because guess what? We're all humans. We're all humans. We're all humans. And once you remind people of your humanity, it allows them to embrace that in themselves. Um, and it inspires them to express themselves. Because we really are at a point where expressing our light is something extremely beautiful. Something extremely beautiful and empowering um, to the entire universe, you know. Um, so if you choose to spread your light, you're doing just a beautiful thing. You're doing a beautiful service to this planet. Um, but yeah, so that's really what I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about just like seeming perfect. I'm not concerned about like just saying stuff just to say it, just to, you know, uh, just to appease people or whatever. Um, I'm interested in like keeping my heart pure and keeping my moves authentic and like, you know, being authentically generous, being authentically caring. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it is for sure. Listen, you have some of the best answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, you know, just just to kind of, you know, bring this all together as we wrap up the, you know, the interview is you come from Morocco, you know, you pretty much teach yourself how to speak English, um, you do, a, you know, music, you play music also, correct? Oh, like guitar. Yeah, you play guitar. Um, was that self-talk? Yeah, it's it's one I don't have my nails on, but honestly, I struggle <laughs> having nails on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I taught myself guitar when I was like twelve years old, just because I wanted to write songs. And at the time, I didn't think I didn't think about beats. So I was like, how do people write songs? <laughs> right? So yeah, so I went and caught the guitar, and and I learned that, and I still play to this day. You know, um, when I'm on when I'm doing like a show or live stream or whatever, I definitely uh play a little guitar mashup of a few songs, you know. Um, but yeah, super fun. I'm really glad I, I picked it up when I did because now it's pretty natural. I'm not, not like, I'm not like amazing. You know, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm chill. I'm chill with it. No, but it's dope. You know, you taught yourself how to play the guitar. Um, you know, you didn't finish high school, but 
you continued, you know, with your career. I mean, you became a model. You became a um, face of body positivity in a, you know, the generation of women that really need it. You became a singer. Um, you know, so your story is pretty, you know, pretty dope. And, you know, so what do you have to say to the, you know, the, the young listeners, you know, um, you know, the, the young women, um, even some of the young men out there who may have some of the, you know, hiccups you may have, you know, like, like there's someone who might be struggling in school, someone who might not finish school, um, you know, who's probably looking like, man, like, what the hell am I going to do in my life? And then, you know, you have people saying like, you know, they may be in music and, oh man, it's one in one, one percent of people make it like, you know, what do you say to those, you know, those kids who, who probably might listen to this, um, you know, and be able to hear your story? Well, first of all, I would say that for the school thing, grades do not define you. Because I definitely went down that path a little bit where, like, people were talking in my ear left and right, trying to make me, trying to belittle me for, like, not doing well in things they thought I should do well in, you know? And it's like, yeah, sure, I'm not good at math, but I'm, like, amazing at other shit, you know what I'm saying? Um... So it's like finding your niche, regardless of how unconventional it is, is going to be amazing for you. And if you're a person that has the courage to step outside the lines that people draw for you and follow your heart and your passion, that's a beautiful thing. That's a very, very beautiful thing. Humans, we're motivated by that, by that passion, by that joy that we get, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so if you find your passion, definitely follow that for sure. And when it comes to, like, negative thoughts and, like, you know, oh, only 1%, whatever, make it, whatever, it's because those people had an undeniable belief in themselves, you know? Um, that's something I've learned is anything is possible with, with some undeniable confidence some undeniable belief um the universe will conspire to you know bring you whatever you desire um but yeah with my career just with music it's just I have such a passion for it that I just don't see any other route you know like I just have a very unwavering vision just because I love it so much so yeah if you love something follow your heart and it doesn't matter how silly it is it doesn't have to be music it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what it is i would you know like whether it be art whether it be um helping people whether it be like people create such interesting careers i have a friend who like decided that she wanted to take time from the internet like take space away from the internet and during that she went and studied the psychological effects of the internet and like how to navigate it and stuff like that and now she's offering consulting for people to help them navigate their internet usage to be like the most efficient them i think that's so dope look what she did she she found something she was passionate about and then you know she like she ran with it. <laughs> um, so yeah, your passion is like extremely valuable energy. So definitely never sleep on it. I'm always inspired just by the fact that I'm inspired. I'm passionate just off the fact that I'm passionate because I know the value in it. I know that that's like chef's kiss is gold, you know? Um, so yeah, literally just don't listen to other people's opinions. I think that's my, you know, that's a huge point is if you know something, you want to do something in your heart, don't let people cloud up your opinion because people be doubting themselves, you know, so you can't really take it too serious when people doubt you. Um, 
people tend to project their own limitations that they put themselves on themselves onto you. So you don't want to be a victim of that. You know, you don't want to just like run your life based off somebody else's limiting beliefs. No. So that's deaded. Two, um, compare yourself as little as possible. Because um, that was definitely something I had to learn. I had to learn that my lane is not going to look like anybody else's because I'm here for a unique purpose, unique path. And I'm a unique shorty. We, we all are. We're all one of one, you know. The more authentic we get, the more it unravels that we're extremely unique. So um, when you take the energy that you're taking, that you're investing in comparing or anything like that, and you just place it onto uh, watering your own garden and nourishing your own self, then you start realizing how dope and amazing you are. So yeah, just take away that energy. You could take away, take it away gradually, you know, because I know that it's easy to compare yourself and compare your path. Um, but you could just take it gradually and be like, all right, I'm gonna compare myself less. I'm gonna just focus on me because I know I'm a unique being and I have a unique path. Um, so yeah, I think those are my two big tips. And just like confidence and self-love. Self-love will really get you far in life in every avenue. Self-love is the root of a lot of things. When you have self-love, self-compassion, and you understand that you're worthy, you're worthy of all your dreams, that's like a huge step to recognize within yourself, you know? Um, you are worthy for anybody listening to this. You are worthy of all your dreams. Um, you're worthy of your own love, your own compassion, your own forgiveness. And... And yeah, you're just as dope as the people you look up to. Those are just people that have a little bit more, more time in what you're, what you want to do. The people that I look up to, I look at their careers and it's like freaking mad, mad years in the making, <laughs> you know, it's like a decade in the making and, and they're still on their path, you know? So like, don't put time constraints, don't do any of that. And, and you know what? Read some books too. That's my final point read some goddamn books because I feel like books definitely help me just books on law of attraction um some spiritual books that helped ground me and and you know helped me like um retain my peace of mind because peace of mind and just like your mentality is basically the whole equation the whole goddamn equation um so yeah definitely check out some books like that Oh man, that's a great, listen, those are all great points. And a lot of the things that you've said is something that I talk about daily, you know, as far as people projecting their own limitations onto you, um, having, you know, the confidence. And I call it irrational confidence, where it's like, I really believe I can achieve whatever I want to achieve. Um, you know, so I think those are all great points. And I think, you know, people that's going to listen to this are going to really love that. Um, so, you know, before we head out, can we, for one, can we, you know, tell the listeners what you have up next? You know, what is something new that you're working on? Well, thank you. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. And second of all, something new I'm working on. Well, I'm releasing a really dope song on Wednesday, probably. And I produced it, and it's really fire. It goes like this. My life can really be better. <laughs> so definitely check that out and yeah hopefully i'll have a dope collab coming soon dope visuals you know what i'm saying just mess stuff all around the board really know what it means you know vibes. <laughs> and where can and where can everyone follow you on um you have an instagram twitter um facebook Follow me on everything, just my name, D-O-U-N-I-A. I'm very fortunate to just have my name on my handles. 
Listen, I really, really appreciate you for um, being a guest. You know, I've been I'm talking to you for a little while about it. Um, and just even, you know, besides this, you know, the conversations that we have, I swear you always, you know, put me on some things that I just have not thought about. Uh, so yeah. I definitely appreciate it. That makes me happy. I'm really glad to hear that. Hopefully I'll keep coming on. Yeah, so I look forward to hearing from you, you know, uh, you know, keeping in contact with you. Um, again, thank you so much. Um, and, you know, this has been a phenomenal interview. Thank you so much. Yeah, I had so much fun. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, so 